Welcome back, everyone, to a new episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Whiskey Mutant, and with me for the very first time, but not really, Kaka. It's my co-host, Swan. Yeah, we're, we're taking over this week. We're just kicking Perry off. What is happening here? <laughs> He's just gone. <laughs> and here oh. is our editor, Perry. <laughs> I've been relegated to just the editor. That's so good. That's great. Yeah, thanks for that, buddy. Yeah, if we could just talk into the mic and you make everything else work, be great. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Well, y'all have a great show, okay? If this is your first time, I'm going to let you go ahead and take back over now. Oh, wait. You did the wrong mic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now my He's trying to kick me off. <laughs> now your mic's muted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, never never mind. Anyway. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Bip. <laughs> it is. Uh, Eric's not here. He's over at his own house because he doesn't do scheduling real good. <laughs> he really didn't like us trying to kick him off the podcast. <laughs> I'm, yeah, not, no, I'm, gonna, I'm not I'm just, going anywhere, bitches. <laughs> No, I'm I didn't have a, anywhere. I didn't. I didn't think about what was going on today, and I didn't have anybody watch my kids. So they're upstairs, and I'm down here. Yeah, but Swan's here though. He is. Yeah, I made it. Nice, nice little drive down. He he drove down from Indiana because he had a couple of days off, and uh, we're doing a doing doing a three person podcast for the first time in a while. Three whole people. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, howdy, things are going to get rowdy. So much has changed. <laughs> So much has changed. So much has changed. This is not the same Tim Bip that uh, that was this here ain't your when mama's you went. This ain't your granddaddy's Tim Bip. This is my Tim Bip. Anyway, if this is the first time that you're listening to the podcast or watching it over on YouTube, thank you so much for being here. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. Uh, and if you're returning, hope you've been well. Appreciate you coming back. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. Support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. And um, that's it. Follow us on social media. At MyBourbonPod, at WhiskeyMutant, at SwanTBF. You got it. Yeah. See, I remember things. It's been a while. TBF. I remember things. TBF, the bourbon finder. The bourbon finder. Yeah. He's still finding bourbons. Still. The, the bourbon the that he found for He's me that I'm going to talk in the about. Back. <laughs> anyway. Hey, do you want to do sips and snacks? We got a sips and snacks this I week. Do. I do. I wanted to. I, I left y'all some snacks to sip on and eat. So, <laughs> this is listener snack from Yay. Uh, Mr. Bill Robarge, a.k.a. Uh, Wisconsin Bill. Bill. Drinking with Bill. What? He's got another one. Beer lovers of Wisconsin. He's just all over the place. Reviewing whiskeys, beers restaurants nuts i mean all sorts of stuff this is from him though it is a rocky <laughs> road rice crispy treat from carrie's crispies it's really good oh man oh it smells so good that is a tasty tasty mm. um thing oh are, we, like are we supposed to drink the whiskey already I mean, you can. Okay. You can drink it. That you pairing's can, phenomenal. You can pair it however you'd like. That, that pairing's phenomenal. Mm. I haven't tried it yet. Okay. Okay. I don't like to brag. But I like to brag. <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> this Here is we good. Go. This, this is fucking good. 
<laughs> do a pour over too. Oh heck yeah. Mmm. Okay. Oh. Mmm. That's that's really good. And that rice crispy treat is legit. Oh wow. Dude, the whiskey on its own is amazing. What? That's got to be some some higher age stuff, right? Um, it's it's oakier than I was ready I, for. Uh, you'll probably be able to tell me. It doesn't tell me the age on here. This is. Um, do you want to take any guesses, or you just want me to tell you? Just go ahead and tell. <laughs> In, uh, if you're part of the Patreon and you've been uh, listening to the pregame and pours from the floor, you know it's been been a mood, and this is uh, this goes right along with it. This is sexual, yeah, chocolate, Ernie's so last so of the mocha what, like, maker's mark, uh, private select. So I don't so know how like old seven, they eight are. Years old, seven right? to eight. Yeah, I think. yeah, I think they're like seven. Oh no. <clears throat> This was one of the last picks around that got the mocha staves before they yeah. uh, stopped doing them. One of my favorite Maker's Mark private selects, no doubt. I think it might be my favorite one. I hate to hit on the smooth portion of this, but that that's like it's dang that's smooth. dangerous for like, what yeah. is it, like 108? Um, 110.3. Oh my God. Whew. That'll get you where you need to go. Yeah, I would make that bottle disappear. Yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Speaking for personal experience, it is. Yeah, I didn't last very long around here. So. You know what anyway. else Bill gave us? <clears throat> like a year, like two years, <laughs> five years ago? Cowtails? Cowtails. And I haven't had a cowtail in that long. I'm kind of scared to. Let's have a cowtail. Okay. Look at uh, are these going to pull my dentures out? Um, probably. Okay. Man, you remember the, do you ever get the ones as a kid that were like five foot long? They're like, you just whip somebody with them? Yeah, they look like the, the giant Slim Jims almost. Mm, yeah. Admittedly, cowtails are not my favorite. So I, I, this is about as big as a cowtail as I've ever really. <laughs> Ooh. Bringing yeah. back memories. <laughs> That's good. Are we pairing this with something? Well, we can. What would we pair it with? Um, why you got sitting around there? So much. You pair off it, Swan. Mm, no, not off hours. I can stay right where it's at. <laughs> um, I haven't had this one, but let's try some bullet. Bullet? Some bullet single barrel. Um, I'll, I got one over here. What's the tag say on that? Uh, bullet bar uh, bourbon single barrel. Okay. No, well, I'm just kidding. What that's, about the other side? <laughs> that was the back. That was back side. Uh, <laughs> Justin's House of Bourbon, Three Amigos. Oh, so this is a 12 year old Brown Foreman product. Nice. <laughs> oh, I don't think mine is that. I was gonna say I don't know if you've uh, got one. Well, of those mine's here. a Whiskey Weekend one. I don't. It was not Brown Foreman. I think it was a Four Roses. Mm. So. Same. Same thing. You know. Yeah. I mean, I got plenty of brown foreman over here. <laughs> Never mind. Got Jack Daniels. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, there goes another computer. 
I just dropped my cowtail on the floor. You did that on purpose. <laughs> you went into this saying, I only want one bite of cowtail. You took one bite and you threw it on the ground. Yeah, just like I faked being sick on my live stream last you week. You did. I did. I know the real reason behind all that. I didn't fake sick. If you want to know why Perry went off air, I got the scoop. <laughs> Give me the scoop. I don't know. for Patreon. Um, so... Right before he went off air, Lucy called him, and he was like, oh, she forgot I was recording. And then, like, very quickly after that, he got off. And I'm pretty sure she called and said, you know what? I'm coming home early. You better get that thing ready. And he was like, oh, crap. I got to get off live. And so he's like, oh, my belly hurts. I got to get off here. It was a a little... Keep in mind that I said my belly hurt before. She called me. Well, y'all had been texting before that, and you were already feeling some sort of way. And you're like, this is going to lead to something. So you had to play it up as you had to play it up to get it, make it more convincing. You're sweating. See? Your Honor, I'd like to. (laughs) That makes total sense to me. I mean. And then y'all had a mega pint, and y'all laid in bed for the rest of the night. (laughs) Mega pint. Um, I see no flaws with this. I think you're 100% correct. Yeah, he's... Um, look, it, it, the, it's time the truth came out. I vomited after I got done with that live stream, and then I didn't go to sleep at all that night because I was unable to. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. Like, that's the real truth. About an hour after I stopped my live stream, I was just laying in bed trying to feel better. I was like, it just hit me. I was like, i got to throw up right now. And I ran, to, I ran to the toilet and I threw up. And then I didn't sleep the entire night. Like, I I don't know why. I don't know, like, no, what I was at weird... work and you were texting me the whole time. Because I was concerned. I know. That's what I'm saying. You really weren't asleep. You were legit like, well, here we go. Yeah. I was, And I was texting Eric trying to figure out what was going on with me, too. Like... What's happening to my body right now? <laughs> we we had because I've never had espresso that before. I've never had... on pregame. And yeah, but that was at like it was at like eleven a.m. Your body was like, "This is not how we do things. <laughs> <laughs> this is not ten minutes. You're not you're not allowed to have <laughs> espresso." Anyway, guys, what have you been drinking recently? Swan, you go. Um, scotch. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I've been just trying uh, a bunch of different spirits just to to see what I like. So I've I've been honestly going through and trying different spirits finished in bourbon barrels uh, to see how much it influences and what I could take away nice. from it that was like familiar and things that were definitely not. So I've had a lot of bourbon barrel finished scotch, uh, a couple of rums, uh, some tequilas. Um, uh, so far, uh, bourbon and scotch, that's where it's at. Uh, but there is some fun stuff out there. What is, uh, uh, what's one of your favorite ones that you've had? Like if, since I'm the anti nothing but rye and bourbon and light whiskey or whatever, which one is the one that you're like, Hey, you got to get this thing finished in bourbon. It's good. You'll like it. Finished in bourbon. There was a <clears throat> release that you can still see floating around from Glenlivet called Glenlivet Nadura. It's <clears throat> a 16 year old 107 proof. Uh, finished in bourbon barrel casks, um, non-chill filtered. So it kind of hits like all the bourbon-y marks of like non-chill filtered, 107, all of that. That one's that one's pretty good. Uh, you guys would probably like that one. 
Um, but as far as like bourbon goes, it's impressed me recently. I was honestly pretty impressed with the Sweetens Cove Tennessee. We still haven't gotten our bottle of it yet. Yeah. So I'm sure you guys will review that at some point. I have not. I, I've I have not been a fan to use Eric's word. It sucks of the uh, <laughs> uh, of the upper tier <laughs> bottlings that they do because now this is kind of like their lower tier. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's not that they were bad. It was just like you look at the price point. And you're like, what I got, and it just doesn't. It just doesn't match. You know. It, what <clears throat> I I think that we've hit the point with celebrity whiskeys. Where it, it's not really their product anymore. No, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, you know, Sweeten's Cove was I, in some way the idea of Peyton Manning. It gets even worse with other spirits, and I'm sure we're probably yeah. getting there with bourbon. But, like, for instance, there's one called Fletcher Azul that's tequila. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg literally just bought steak in the company. Yeah. And That's, then they're like, it's Mark Wahlberg's tequila. No, and it was uh, Casamigos that. with George Clooney, too. Like, exactly. he doesn't actually do anything to, like, create that product. He's just an owner of it. Yeah, he's just a so. part owner. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of silly. Some of them are, are, are not too bad, but um, some of them have been pretty rough. I don't think I was un- in, the it's r- unfortunate. in the right mindset when we tried Kennedy. You were not. You were not. <laughs> you, were, would... you were there to party. <laughs> The neck pour of it was really good, and then I let it sit in the glass for a while, and I'm like, eh, this is okay. Yeah. And then I came back to it, and it was it was pretty good. When Chad, um, my daily, goes, well, it was pretty good. I like it. I go, what? He goes, yeah, after like four four drinks of it, like I started liking it. I was like, it took you four times to like this thing? Your, your inclination, though, is to always counter whatever Chad says. <laughs> <laughs> Just oppose Chad it's, as it's much true. as you yeah, can. Yeah, that, that's, that's, your, that's your M.O., so I mean I do the same thing. He's just got that face, you know. Like you just <laughs> are you against him now too? Is this now canon? <laughs> Thank <to> you. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I mean the hair's like perfectly done. You just yeah, you just gotta got like hair. just just yeah. You just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just you just gotta pick on him a little bit, you know. I'm all about anyway. it. Eric, what have you been drinking? Benchmark. Just, <laughs> no. just regular benchmark. No, I had some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one bourbon that has always given me a headache immediately. Had, regular benchmark. I had some foolproof benchmark the other day, which was really yeah. good. I had a, I had I'd like finished the bottle I had, and then I bought like another one, and I hadn't opened it for a while. And I went back to it, and I was like, man, this is just this is the perfect thing. Like I'd had a long day. I didn't really feel like worrying about anything. I didn't. I just wanted something high proof, and it like yep. it was perfect. And then I had, I think. Out of all the ones I've had, I think the top floor one is my favorite. I'm with you, man. A lot of people are saying that. I the top it, floor is good. I took it to the movie theater the other day. Um, I put it in my little flask and did my little buy cheap thing to get the glass. and then. So I had it uh, while I was watching Buzz Lightyear. And, dude, I love that pour. Like, to be 86 proof, it doesn't taste 86 proof. And there's a lot of flavor in it. Yeah. I think when we reviewed that, like I specifically said, stop the podcast. I want. I think this would make the best bourbon and coke. Yep. Mm. Just because it's a good mixer, it's it's good straight, all of it. And we compared it to Jack Daniels, just because mm-hmm. that's kind of like if you order something at a bar, that's what you're gonna get. And uh, I mean, it was significantly better. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's a flavorful pour, especially if it's going to punch through all like the the caramel and all that in the Coke. So yeah. I mean, it's it's nice. Yeah, I'd highly recommend Top Floor if you're wanting to grab something low proof and cheap. Yeah. It, it's it's weird that that is the one that has become like the best out of the bunch. Because you've got like baby E.H. Taylor bottled and bond mm-hmm. in there. You've got enough. You've basically got like Buffalo Trace single barrels and small batch thrown in there as well. And Stag Junior Junior. Yeah. <laughs> With the, the foolproof. But then the one that everybody has been saying basically is the best is the one that has gotten the most exposure. To the elements. I think that was just. I think it's an experiment, to be honest. Like we're gonna. Oh, have, it has to be. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna have like a an E. H. Taylor top floor or something. You know, top floor survivor. <laughs> top floor survivor. Yeah. Only forty eight ounces of this whiskey made it through the season. This barrel fell from the top floor, and we were able to save two bottles. <laughs> Freddie Johnson caught it with it in his hands. <laughs> Freddie's fingers. Freddie's fingers. Yeah, <laughs> Taylor. Freddie's finger batch. What? You know that sounds more like a like a Booker's release. <laughs> you know, it really, it really, it really does. Yeah. They got some. They got some names, man. Freddie's. We're gonna fingers. be talking about uh, the newest Booker's batch. I, I saw that soon. today too. I uh, thought about it. Yeah. Just because I haven't had one in a while. I haven't either. I have not bought a bottle of Booker's in. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. I mean, probably a couple of years at this point. They had the new I think we were talking about that, right, right, Eric, like yeah. a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, they had the new batch up at Kroger, and I was like, you know what, maybe I will. And I was like, maybe I'll get a good Kroger price. It's freaking 90 some dollars at Kroger. I was like, yeah. it's 100 bucks, yeah. Crazy. It's ridiculous. It's unfortunate. I mean... I would almost rather them take it down to a once a year release, put some older stuff in there. Mm-hmm. If they keep it at a hundred bucks, I mean, if that's the case, yeah, then I'd be okay with it. Yeah, but you know, I don't want to give too much of this conversation away. But they have officially moved it down from four releases to three releases a year. That's probably a good call. It I works mean, it, pretty well for Heaven Hill. Yeah, I mean, know. more more than likely, yeah, it's not a bad thing. But at, at the same time, it's. I don't know. Is is it really worth paying that much more money for for one bottle? Whereas you know, I mean, essentially, if you had spent that amount of money on three bot, sorry, I don't know the best way to put this, but you're spending the same amount of money that you would have on four bottles, but it's three bottles, yeah. you know, throughout the year. Yeah, you know what I mean. I see what you're saying. So, yeah. like, is it really worth that that difference? Because you are getting less product. Yeah, you are. Um, I have no idea, man. The the people that really like Booker's, I mean, they're going to buy anything they put out. So I guess they're just looking at like, okay, now I this mean, person's spending $400 a year with us instead I, of... Yeah. I uh, mean, I really liked Booker's, yeah. you know, up until the past couple of years where it's just gone down in, in quality, which I think is insane. I'd, I'd, I'd rather than just make it an eight-year-ish. I was getting ready to say, yeah. I, I'll meet them in the middle if they put out like a eight to ten year old bookers for one time a year and they charge 200 some dollars i'll meet them in the middle instead of paying 400 or 300 for three or four separate ones i'll meet you in the middle you give me a 10 year bookers at 220 one time a year i'll i would do that let's 
I just want a Booker's 33rd, you know, like it's, <laughs> just just do that kind of release every year, you know. Just, I, let's let's just go ahead and talk about this it, because it's it's in conversation, and I'll talk about what I've been drinking recently in a minute. Um, but so we'll, we'll just kind of go through the press release. Um, Ronnie's batch is the newest release of, of Booker's. Good old uh, Ronnie. The first of Ronnie. three releases. Good this old boy year. from back home. He never never made it out, but <laughs> Sheila, him and Sheila, they just made it. Like you got four kids. And they're just doing it, representing their hometown. They went for the double Y. They're double doing y. good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this <laughs> this product is uh, at a minimum six years, eleven months, and twenty two days. Uh, Ronnie's batch is named for longtime Beam employee Ronnie Land, who spent forty years at the distillery, eventually becoming warehouse manager. In that capacity, he was responsible for keeping inventory of aging barrels a key part of the bourbon making process, and he knew the quantities and locations by heart per a news release. Um, so, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, he is kind of just that that good old boy hometown hero, essentially. I mean, forty years at Jim Beam is not anything to sniff at. No, that's awesome. I, he knew. Uh, he also knew exactly where Booker preferred to store his namesake barrels and was trusted to prepare the samples for batch evaluation. Once Ronnie sent Booker a box of small samples to taste, that does sound like a tongue twister, though. Uh, and Booker immediately knew they weren't big enough to get a proper sense of the whiskey. Uh, Ronnie then went back and prepared samples that were notably bigger, and this became the standard sample size, uh, which 7th generation master distiller Fred Noe and his son, 8th generation Beam family distiller Freddie Noe, still use to this day. Booker always had final sign-off when it came to batches, but he knew he was working with barrels that met his standards when they were under Ronnie's watchful eye, the release said. Ronnie's batch, per Booker's tradition, has been bottled at barrel strength, 124.3 proof, supplies are limited, and uh, MSRP is $89.99. A um, couple of things to take away from this. Uh, as we've already mentioned, <clears throat> first of three releases, so, you know, yes, there were six at one point, and then there were four, and now there's three. So, my question is, is Jim Beam losing faith in their ability to uphold the quality of Booker's in the way that it, it was made originally? I think they're just having trouble keeping up. I mean, think about how much you've uh, seen... That could be it. That yeah. could be it. I mean, think how much you've seen Baker's on the shelf. Ah, it's all over the place. I mean, if you go other to other states, it's non-existent. Yeah. Can't find it. So they might just be trying to get their four small batch products just on the shelf somewhere. I mean, I know that one's a single barrel now, but Dude. still, just getting their products on the shelf. Why? I mean, okay, this is once again, I'm not a master distiller or a taster. But even even so, don't you think that it would look better on a label if it was seven years as opposed to six years, what, 11 months? No, you're not wrong. Yeah, that, that's that's another thing, too. It It is essentially one week away from being a seven-year product. Six years, 11 months, and 22 days. So Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm, frustrating. It is. It's, weird, it's really annoying. I don't it's get really, it. It's really, really annoying. We don't get it, but still at the same time, like, it would look better to me and, like... Maybe, I don't know. I know it's not going to change much on anything else, but seven-year bookers. Like, oh, cool, it's seven years this year. But still, six years, 11 months, 22 days or whatever. So, Yeah, and and seven years is not uh, uncommon with bookers either. Um, I mean, for for a long time, uh, it it basically was 
about <laughs> seven years old up until uh, it looks like 2015 when uh, the last one that was at seven years old was center cut. And that was seven years, two months, 28 days. Um, and they got to have another like high age bookers just sitting there just waiting to be released. They got to have one. They have to. Probably just waiting on the 35th anniversary. To More than likely, up. yeah. When's that? Uh, I think two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah. But I think the 30th came out in like 2019. I think, yeah, I think we just talked about this too, but yeah, that, that sounds right. Sorry, anybody who's going, yeah, you, you just had this exact conversation. Um, but we drink whiskey and we don't always remember the exact things. And we, we talk, talk about. about whiskey and we may talk about it more than once. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> just bring me so, a Booker's Rye again. Yes. I wonder if that's ever going to happen. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, truly, I, I wonder if we are ever going to see uh, a Booker's Rye again. I hope we do. I genuinely hope we do. But of the same accord, like, I don't think that that means that it's going to be as good as the first release. Oh, you know, that, that thing, I've only had it at a bar, but that thing is, I can't that even was put a, it into words. That was Chad and Sarah's graduation present to me, was finishing off the rest of their Booker's Rye. Damn, I was there present. for that. You were, yeah, you were, so you were also there for when I drank too much and had to go upstairs and vomit. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. He he quit that live stream too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, oh, that's I, good. I, I will say that's the good. the so there 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 are a couple of things that I I want to I want to point out about this too. For the longest time, we were told that, no, the price of Booker's is not going up. And, I mean, this is confirmation that it has. I mean, two years ago, it was $59.99, $69.99, or whatever it was at MSRP. And now here we are literally stating in the press release, $89.99. Yeah. So they can't keep denying that Booker's is not getting more expensive because it is. I, th- there's, they can't get around that fact anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm less mad about it though, just because I, at the time I was like, oh, I'm not getting as good of a deal as I used to, and then now I'm looking around on the shelf, going, oh my gosh, there's so much over hundred yeah. bucks anymore. <clears throat> I'm not and buying this usually, now anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, we'll review one later today, even that's you know significantly younger for relatively the same price. Like it's. <laughs> that's true. It, I mean, it, it it's. <laughs> It, it, it's hard to it's hard to look at that and think, oh man, this is an absolute ripoff anymore. Um, yeah, it's it's only compared to the original price that you're a little upset. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, what have you been drinking, Perry? Oh, what have I been drinking? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm in more of a like, what am I gonna be drinking? Because Swan brought a couple of bottles over for me uh, that I've been waiting on for a little bit. One was a Russell's pick. That I mean, I've not had a new Russell's pick in a really long time. Warehouse K is a brown sugar bomb. That's Ooh, that's K. all it is. I think I have yeah. one gonna, K gonna, over there, and that's we're gonna have to make some like French toast with brown sugar or something. Yeah, did, did you bring it out here? 
No, I didn't. I can go grab it, though. If you just take, I mean, literally pop the cork off and smell it, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I get it. I'll go get it here in just a second. But yeah. the other thing is um, the ugliest Knob Creek single barrel bottle Ugly. of all time. I like that. <laughs> it's all it's blacked actually, out. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, this is from 2011 <sighs> that Swan just happened to find Yeah, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Flexing that bourbon finder right there. Like, come on now. Yeah. Uh, this is also from the year 2011, which was the second year that they were doing Knob Creek single barrel picks. And it's when they were still doing, like, you picked the X barrel out of the distillery. So that one is barrel 107 to leave out of yeah. the program. Yeah. So, yeah, you better um, be saving me some of that. Don't get too rowdy with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to eat. I'll eat. I'm going to drink the whole thing I've, before you get I've seen you yeah. get happy about a bottle. You come back. There's about one ounce left. Did you still get some? No. Oh, that's not true. I'm just playing. No, <laughs> I'm just worried because like no, you're gonna I'm going get... on vacation for a week. Then Perry goes on. I, it's gonna be like two weeks before I see him again. I want to try it. But yeah. If it's a good thing, Wait. like he he he. he gets yeah, you a... gotta keep you gotta keep me away from it. You, but what, what's funny about that. this though? Is... Way deep. He takes it deep in there. Okay. What's oh, funny so. about this though is that the the wax around the the seal is like so loose. You can try to open it cuz when I opened uh, I got two of these. When I opened the other one, <laughs> it like the cork just separated. Get the so box like it's still Perry. it stayed sealed. I don't need the box cutter. It stayed sealed but it the cork like ripped off from itself. I had to get the box cutter out on the <laughs> before where we got the uh, flying blonde last week because the bottle I had didn't have anything to pull the wax apart with. Oh, he's doing it right here. He's praying. Here he goes. Here he goes. Oh, oh, that's a little too strong, I think. Oh, too much wax. <laughs> I didn't need the box cutter. Yeah, I got my knife on hand. They really waxed at these. That's like a. You can't say what like you've been drinking curb. recently if you're not gonna drink it. Yeah, right. That's like a curb from 2001. All the wax on there, everybody just grinding on it. <laughs> what? what wax on a curb when you're grinding? I, I got you. Oh, I knew what you meant. Yeah. yeah, you gotta wax it up when you're not as good, and you got You can't do as much, but if you got enough wax on there, you can get a little bit of a grind on there that looks good. You're already doing significantly better than I did oh. on the first one. Ah. You made it. Give it a smell. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. I'm going to give it a drink, too. Nose palate finish, Bryce. <laughs> this is what we call a virtual cucking right here. <laughs> Why don't you come back over tonight before the live stream? I'll pour you some. I'm serious. I mean, if I, if I could. Okay. I'm going to be out. I have to be out to go pick Eden up. I'll pour a sample, and I'll bring it by your house. You don't have to do that, but I'm not going to stop. I'm going to. I'm going to because you've made me feel guilty. No, now. I'm just playing. I'll have it right out of the bottle next time I'm over. <laughs> Perry just splooged. We had, <laughs> I, I, have hey. no, I, I have no idea how old this is. I emailed Jim Beam and they didn't get back to me. Apparently it's like not 
not on their list of priorities. They're like, to actually, this is what this Booker's is. twelve year was going to be, but we just this. Put- is, but here's the thing: this is Booker no juice. Yeah, like it is. this was just this is a very Jim Beam heavy episode already. Yeah, well, I yeah. think we got our uh, through line here. It smells like candy. Yeah. What kind of candy? You, you can't just say candy. I've had it. Okay. I, you enjoy that whole bottle, trust me. All but at least one ounce. Yeah. What's the candy, Wait, though? Tell me the fucking candy! What kind of candy? You can't just leave me hanging. Like confectionery sugar. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it's like a like a peanut butter roll-up candy. I got like a, you know the snowballs? It, to me, it tastes like that. It's got a little bit of that going on. It reminds me a lot of the Disney World confectionery shops. I'm going to pour some for you for, so that you can take it into Disney World. <laughs> you don't have to do that. I'm going to. Stop telling me I don't have to. I'm going to. Wow, that is so different. Yeah. I've not had Funky Beam at this proof before. Oh, at the 120? Yeah. yeah. But this is funky. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love that it has the, the real cork. Oh, that's too. crazy. Yeah, it's it's like a actual, uh, like almost like a turkey ass cork. Cause I'm saying that because I broke one of them already. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. Man. All right. So that's what you've been drinking lately. That's what I've been drinking recently. Just now. Just now. <laughs> it was also a National Bourbon Day this week. Oh, it so. was. It was. Uh, I had I had some more curly, which Swan just tried for the first time too today. It's good. I get your guys' obsession with it. Where do you think it's it from? It is an obsession. I, we all, I just have to ask everybody who tries it for the first time. I don't know. I mean, I would have to guess Barton. I, it's not. Just at I, the there's proof. no way that it's Barton. But it doesn't taste like it. No. It doesn't. It really doesn't. If it's Barton, it's the, the most unique, different Barton barrels it's anybody ever got. It's the best Barton I've ever yeah. had. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, I guess a lot of there's a foolproof products. I mean, you're looking at minimum 125 proof, and that's what, 122? Yeah. I don't know. I got no clue. I Definitely not turkey. I don't know. Maybe might be Beam. Going back to Jim Beam. I mean, that that is something that we've kind of looked at a lot recently, too, it being... The mystery Jim of Beam. it is what's but, fun, but I swear to God, it's a, it, it reminds me of uh, 120 Proof Russells, the ones I've I had. Know. I, I have to agree. So... All right, we got to start out with some sad news for people who are not in Kentucky. Hmm. Uh, it has been confirmed that Evan Williams Single Barrel is now a Kentucky-only product. <sighs> I'm sure Darn. they'll have something that they'll it'll be just as good that they'll say, you know what, not in Kentucky. Yeah. Honestly, the 1783 is fantastic. I'm not too mad, but I'm still mad. I, I mean, but I'm okay with us having a new... <laughs> new kentucky only product i mean we haven't had one from heaven hill in a couple of years because it all just keeps going away they just now yeah. gave us the bottled and bond now now people around here are starting to yeah get the bottled and exactly bond. just now <laughs> like that's that's ridiculous that we just now got it but yeah that's fair because we pretty much just had the elijah craig grenades the little but that's it yeah but even then if you if you go to the distillery there is Mm. No, there's no guarantee that they're gonna have it. Nope. Didn't see any last there's, time I was there. It's crazy. Yeah, that that is pretty sad. Um, 
I mean, I'm, it's good for them, I guess. High demand. But I want that beer finish one back that they did. Oh, man. I've still got a little bit of that left. And that was good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so Whiskey Advocate actually brings a little bit of information about the single barrels that I did not know initially. Uh, it says originally it was a nine-year-old, but the age was lowered to seven to eight a few years ago. Um, but it has maintained its 86.6 proof uh, point over the years. Um, I didn't realize this, that, and they're just comparing it to other single barrel products. Um, Blanton's in 1995 was $40 a bottle. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when this was introduced, it was half as expensive. So $20 for another single barrel at nine years old. <sighs> Saying that out loud is so insane. I want but, a time machine so bad and just go back and just stock <laughs> up on stuff. Um, I, I, I know that people love this product. I know that, gosh, it's $27 still at MSRP. I, I, I know that this is going to hurt some folks, but honestly, I'm not upset about it. Yeah, it it's sucks just, you're going to have to come visit Kentucky. What oh, a terrible oh, thing. Shit. You got to go to Kentucky and get all the other stuff that I take home with me. It. I got to see my friends um, in Kentucky. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's how my daughter says, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, we talked about this not too long ago, but Angels Envy has announced an expansion of their uh, their brand and their first. Whoa. Okay, hold on. Uh, I gotta read this this headline out loud. Angels Envy unveils eight point two million dollar brand home expansion and first virtual distillery in Decentraland. What? Should have just made an NFT. What are you guys doing? We're distilling um, NFTs right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's with, with, the, odd. with the launch of Angels Envy's Meta Distillery, the super premium bourbon brand becomes the first in the Bacardi portfolio of brands to create a brand home in the metaverse. Users, age 21 up, are taking on a series of gamified experiences such as a mash bill challenge, cask personalizations in the barreling room, and an ingredient quest to create cocktails. Ingredient <laughs> quest! In addition, users have the opportunity to plant virtual white oak trees around the distillery, correlating to trees planted in real life through their Toast the Trees initiative. What? Okay, listen, we're all nerds here. We all love video games. No, this is not being nerdy. This is this is the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard. We are excited to welcome the first distillery into Centraland with the Angels Envy. Decentraland is so stupid sounding too. With the Angels Envy Meta Distillery, said Adam Dakata, head of partnerships for Decentraland Foundation. As we live as we have seen over the past several months. Months is how that's supposed to be said. Uh, People want to engage in the metaverse with activities and goods that they can relate to from this reality. Oh, my gosh. Is it VR This reality. The Angels Envy Meta Distillery creates a new way for people to engage and celebrate in the metaverse. I'm sorry. This is like... This is the Google AI robot that's now sentient, like a step too far, I feel. (laughs) 
Do you remember when in the office Dunder Mifflin uh, ended up making a website and then it got taken over? Uh huh. I feel like this is going to happen. This feels like somebody in. A, <laughs> I want to be there for the pitch meeting on this. Could you imagine? No. It's like The Sims, but bourbon. Like, I mean, it. <laughs> It's gonna. It's I don't, odd. I don't like this. You go to the distillery. They're like, "Yeah, we got a new release," and they hand you a hard drive, like a little thumb drive. Like, you've got to go. download it. Yeah, yeah, you've got to download it from. Just scan this app, and you can get it on your metaverse. phone. Here's our newest release. Here's a QR code. For Listen, it. I want bourbon and whiskey to drink while I'm doing video games and movies. And yeah, I don't want. I don't fake want bourbon. I don't want to have it on my phone and just be like, "Yeah, I'm looking at a." I'm watching the you know you know what this screams. What this screams is that it's going to wind up becoming like a a big microtransaction thing as well, where you're buying tokens so that you can (laughs) speed up aging and you can get your bourbon quicker. (laughs) A finish. You're like, oh, I'm going to buy that. Exactly. Exactly. Chocolate finish or something. I'm just trying to think of like who the audience would be for this. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. Like. Part of it does feel like they are planning for the future of bourbon drinkers, but there's nobody in the bourbon drinking sphere, aside from those who are spending exorbitant amounts of money on bottles, who could potentially be asking for something like this. All the kids of the bourbon drinkers who the kids are like, bourbon's... But see, that's the thing, is like, you're, you're not only banking on people being excited about this new venture that hasn't even really started yet you're also just the 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 level of investment that you're putting into something like this is absurd i that that is way too much time and thought put into something that definitely will not work <laughs> it's, i mean it's not going to work right I, am I, I crazy? I, in my in my head, I can't make it work. But I'm I'm just curious. Like somebody's gonna like it. So if I'm a Scotch fan and I don't have the money to go to Scotland, or you know, if I'm a rum fan, just and I want to go to one of the obscure islands, my only way to see it is virtually. But but make that a virtual experience. Like it, do a yeah. VR thing of with the it. actual distillery, a, not a virtual yes. distillery. As as opposed to essentially creating a a virtual world yeah i mean i feel like even a well curated youtube video would kind of satisfy yeah. that need you know i don't yeah, think that's what a lot of distilleries were doing when the pandemic hit like yeah. they were creating virtual tours for people yeah and i mean i could even see them maybe doing like a i'm gonna send you the grains we use like a small sample so you can get the like the the, the smell of what you would probably get out of some of these things maybe send you a piece of the the barrel that they've cut up and you know some sort of like tie-in yeah. to a virtual experience yeah, a, but a virtual tour with some samples and like all like you were saying like little pieces of wood like a whole experience yeah like it's you know obviously i can't get in my house to go do this but i'd still like to experience that makes sense a whole like made universe around whiskey it's a little it's, it's a little hard much. for me to wrap my head yeah. around who knows it might take off we might be the weird ones out of the bunch well, but i just I, don't I, see it happening i think Fucking the reason boomers. that it is yeah the the reason that it is so weird to us is that bourbon is a very uh, it's it's a very tactile experience right it's something that you can purchase and it sits in front of you and you experience it by smelling it and tasting it and and like that just is not possible with the way that they are talking about this new decentraland 
nonsense that or whatever they're doing. It just does. It it's not. It's not actually participating in the act of drinking or celebrating bourbon. It's like the most convoluted way of getting around it while still trying to make people feel like they have some kind of stake or some kind of like involvement with the the bourbon making process. Yeah, I mean, the only plus that I'll give it is they're not coming up with some crazy brand story of like yeah. back in the 1800s, this, that, and the other. They're like, okay. We don't have this crazy backstory. We don't have some, you know, we're not the true, first though. to yeah. invent some random crap. So we're going to do something futuristic. It may not work, but at the same time, they're not, they're not just kind of curating some weird backstory. They're, they're just yeah. looking like, what can we include in the bourbon culture? What can we be the first of, you know, again, I, I, I don't really see it working though. Back in either. 1985. Grandpa yeah. Envy had a Nintendo cartridge that <laughs> Grandpa Envy that he converted into a virtual distillery and we Angel found S Envy. We found the original cartridge and we gave it a good blow and then it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and now Wait, what year did you say? 85. Oh okay. <laughs> when said the like NES, 1895 or something. No, when the NES came out. <laughs> and now we've brought it to modern digital social media. Welcome so to it's the a MV-verse. It's a, it's, a, it's a ROM ripped from a, yeah. an old... <laughs> That's the original recipe of this experience of this virtual distillery. It. <laughs> it's, giving, it's giving me a headache. Like, I can't, I can't think about this too much longer. Um, so let's, let's please move on. Um... <laughs> Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey is launching a new ready-to-drink cocktail. Oh, the Coke Zero. Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They even did a Coke Zero version, which I greatly appreciate. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to drink the heck out of this. Heck, yeah. (laughs) Yep. I this I see this being like a beach drink. I see this being all day drink sitting by the pool all day. Yeah, just At my kid's baseball game. You didn't hear me say that. <laughs> we won't tell anybody. Um, I think that this is probably the best option that people have for ready to drink cocktails right now. Uh, even though it is kind of like the simplest way of doing it. It's uh, that's fair. What's the one that we had recently? The cherry cola, bourbonola, bourbonola. Like that's oh, a yeah, great bourbonola. one too. Like, yeah, I think yeah. I think cola or soda or I mean, if you say soda, but you know, pop and uh, bourbon <laughs> is uh, oh. that's the best way to go for me. Like that's my ready to go yeah. uh, cocktail. Yeah, I mean Cardinal Spirits is making some good ones too, but they're oh, still. Oh yeah. yeah, I've not tried it yet. There's, I mean, there's like a bourbon honey lemonade and some other, a couple of others. Yeah. Uh, but they're still, I mean, they're still working on getting everywhere. Jack Daniels is gonna be able to put it in 50 states pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, I, uh, I think by the time that this actually comes out, we're gonna have to do some kind of like episode comparing the the different we cola cocktails we need to get cocktails. we need to get uh will and chris to send us some of the wild turkey ones because aren't those oh. like only like australia or like or at least only like out of state yeah. or something like that because i want to yeah. try those too we're over here complaining about heaven hill not sending it to kentucky what's yeah. up wild turkey yeah Come wild turkey what's going on wild turkey. Like, wild what's up turkey? wild turkey freaking get it together Perry wild Russell. turkey non-filtered stuff send that here yeah it's it's all perry russell 
for sure. Uh, anyway, I'm excited about that. That's going to be fun. Uh, let's talk about some releases before we get to TTB labels. Russell's Reserve 13-year-olds back! It's back. Mm, it's back. It's back. It's back. Yes. Who's 114.8 proof, $100 a bottle, uh, which is up from what it was last year. I'm okay with that. Uh, that's that's perfectly fine by me. Uh, the whiskey is non-chill filtered, aged for 13 years, 13 years and bottled to barrel proof. Um, I'm... I just... I might have, I can't I might wait. have to reach out to my bourbon finder again. <laughs> Since that's how I got the last <laughs> What? <laughs> what? He's hey, like, I don't know what you're talking if it, about. If it falls into my lap, it's, it's all yours, man. There we go. Uh, I think I know somebody else who might be able to help us. Anyway, Woodford Reserve Toasted Oak Oat Grain. Hmm. That's one of the 375s, right? Yep. Uh, 60 bucks a bottle. Anybody want to guess proof? 90.4. 90.4. <laughs> it's standard for Woodford. Dessert. I'm shocked. Who'd have, who'd have thunk it? You say um, it was oats? Toasted oats? Yeah, toasted oak oat grain. Uh, this limited release bourbon starts at, as Woodford Reserve oat grain bourbon, which is then finished in a heavily toasted barrel. Okay, so it's... Okay. <laughs> toasted oats. Okay. Frank August small batch. Frank August. It's a Kentucky bourbon. 100 proof, 70 bucks a bottle. Uh, available in Arizona, California, Florida, Kentucky, Nevada, New York, Washington, and D.C. Uh, Frank August is a newly launched whiskey, and its inaugural bottling is this small batch of no more than 15 barrels of high rye bourbon that was distilled, aged plus... That was a weird sentence. Aged uh, four plus years and bottled in Kentucky at an undisclosed distillery uh because of a non-disclosure agreement frank august cannot identify the source of the bourbon okay so we'll see what's going on there oh frank i rye rye three how do you say this brand name i think it's just rye do you yeah it's it's weird uh 14 year cast strength sing single barrel it's a light whiskey at 14 years old i different abvs 80 bucks a bottle, 6,000 bottles in Alabama, California, Connecticut, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Carolina, and Tennessee. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Kentucky, I see how it is. But it's, uh, but not- they're rye, it's, it's the brand rye, but it's a lot whiskey. Yep. <laughs> and it, I don't see the problem. Is it? No, I don't, but it, it's finished. <laughs> is it finished in anything? No, it's just, I... From Virginia Beach-based Phenomenal Spirits, this whiskey was made from 99% corn and 1% malted barley and aged in bourbon barrels. I aged in bourbon barrels, okay. Because yeah. their their rye is finished in rum barrels, I is believe. It? I believe so. So I was curious if it was like rum or something like that. But not in Kentucky, so... Meh. I'm just playing. Anyway, TTB Labels... Label Barkstown Bourbon Company Origin Series Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey finished in infrared toasted cherry oak barrels. Laser beams. <laughs> all that, all that stuff, and that's what he took away. Laser beams. Laser beams. We got laser it. beams. Oh, laser. Um. Yeah. Freaking lasers. Freaking laser beams. Lasers. We need to move on. More <laughs> bad Dr. Evil. 96 proof, six-year uh, ride, 95% rye, 5% malted barley from Bardstown Bourbon Company. 
Uh, continuing on with the origin series. I'm really, really excited about this. I hope they do a barrel proof of that, though. I'm sure love, they will. I would love a six-year Barstown Bourbon Company Riot barrel proof. Here's a weird one. Uh, Town Branch Bourbon. <laughs> 80 proof. The Derek Ramsey Select Edition. Derek Ramsey was a UK quarterback. Oh, yeah. That's what we've all been asking for. Yeah. I'm glad I've, they're finally doing it. Uh, I mean, I would have preferred a Tim Couch one, but okay. How about a Rick Pitino one? That's nice. Didn't New Rift do? I'm sorry. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to bring that one up. Yeah. Uh, Collier's. What is this? Bottled exclusively by Corsair Distillery, Collier's Nashville, Tennessee Rye Whiskey. Pot distilled from malted rye and chocolate rye. It's got the Nashville skyline on it. 85 proof. Um, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. That... Corsair is usually pretty good. Yeah. This is something we probably should have talked about in news, but I think that uh, it's not quite gotten that far enough to where it's okay it's you know it, it's still viable for us to talk about it in the ttb labels um king's county distillery and their irish style american whiskey yep you are a big fan of king's county i'm a huge fan of them yeah where do you fall with this um i mean it's probably I, I see both sides of it. So assuming the customer can read is a hard thing. I know that sounds <laughs> I, that sounds rough. That sounds like I'm I'm putting a I'm I'm putting a lot of blame. Aren't on, you there on, to read for them though? Them. Uh, I shouldn't have to be. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, but you know, assuming people can read the labels is is, is rough. Uh, however, I mean, if you if you're not an informed customer, you're just not an informed customer. The fact that you didn't want to read something doesn't mean they should have to change their entire label. Yeah, that's that's pretty sad. Um, yeah. and they they uh, wrote that in uh, much nicer words. <laughs> back to, back to, uh, back to uh, well, who was it? To the TTB or was uh, it no, somebody that the, filed a complaint? Because the TTB uh, approved it. Yeah, they somebody filed a complaint basically saying that it was misleading, right? Why the Irish Whiskey Association, the Irish Whiskey Association, so the IWA, is beefing with a Brooklyn distillery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dear Irish Whiskey Association will answer for a lot, but accusing us of misleading consumers is fighting words around here. You want to pick a fight? We return the effort. See attached for our correspondence with your overzealous attorneys, which we thought should be public. Damn. Wow. Fighting words, baby. I mean, honestly, good for them because there's like... I think three or four main rules for Irish whiskey, and they didn't break any of them. No, and, and I mean, it's it's Irish style yeah, American whiskey. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that to me is not as misleading as the IWA is making it sound. Yeah, well, think how common that is, specifically in beer. How many people are going to say, this is a blank mm-hmm. style stout, this is a this style whatever. Yeah. I mean, they use that all the time with no problem. Yeah. And let me tell you, the beer customers can't read any better than the whiskey customers. <laughs> so it's not like it's been a problem over there. I don't understand why it's a problem for whiskey. Um, I mean, if the Irish Whiskey Society is going to pick a fight, they should just go fight Conor McGregor or something over that Irish whiskey because that just <laughs> sucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're saying more over quality than uh, yeah. <laughs> the way that they – yeah, anyway. Um, I think that this is a weird thing 
that Kings County decided to make public. But at the same time, like, it's good to know that, like, this kind of thing is going on internally. Because, like, we know that there are issues within the whiskey industry as it stands. The bourbon industry as it stands. But still, it's like... Yeah, and there's there's things this with the TTB weird. as well. You're just like, and you approved that? What's going on? Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen yeah. often, but you, you do see a couple. It happens more than odd. you think it does, though. Yeah, like, I think my favorite one to look at is the Pritchard's Double Chocolate. It's literally a, it's like a double chocolate bourbon. It can't, it can't be bourbon at that point, but yeah. they've kind of been grandfathered in with that title. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's just odd. I don't know how... I don't. I don't know why Kings County wanted to make it public, but for my own enjoyment, I'm here for it. Oh no, it's fun to watch. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, it, it's like it's like watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard oh, trial. Yeah. yeah, it's a train wreck you can't look away from. Uh, anyway, it's gonna be 375 mils, <laughs> 90 proof. All that fuss, and we're not even getting in enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, let's see what else we got. A bunch this week. Monks Road. Small batch Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, 94 proof from uh, the Logstill Distillery. Uh, this is the brand that uh, the... Oh, it's weeded. And four years old. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, this is the Dant family's distillery. So, hmm. unfortunately, they can't use the Dant name. Uh, Hidden Barn Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. It's single barrel. This is a Neely family re- uh, release. Uh, the Hidden Barns of Kentucky, Paint and Black, yada, 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 yada. Um, oh, they're acting on uh, how people were trying to hide the fact that they were making whiskey at their on their farms. Interesting. Uh, looks like it's going to be a single barrel. Barrel and Banter, five-year barrel strength rye from Texas. Barrel and Wait, Banter, that sounds like a podcast. From somewhere else, five years in Texas would be a lot. I know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they put it in an ice bath every couple months <laughs> oh just, to, just to cool just, it down. Yeah. Uh, there's so many things that I don't even know. Is there anything TV that looks kind of good? Exploding? Anything you're personally interested in picking up? Uh, Citrus Distillers Jaguars whiskey. <laughs> So no, oh, um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the yeah. football team, <laughs> ninety-three proof. Uh, that's it. That's about all the information we have. Nice. What is this? Woodwork Distillery A Atschuler and Co. Fifteen-year Kentucky straight bourbon with new French oak, new American white oak, and new giant giant French oak. Giant non chill filtered 100.9 proof. This Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey was aged 15 years in new American oak before being finished in a new French oak cask. For this rarest release, we reserved the most favorable location in our rickhouse to carry out the secondary aging. Distilled in Kentucky, bottled by Woodwork Distillery in Louisville. I've got no clue what that is. It looks like it's written on an old like parchment scroll. They've got more than just the one, too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my god. What is this? They got a 16-year-old finished in Mizanora? <laughs> what is this? Angel's Envy? 
I don't know. The only thing that's weird about that is like I just can't imagine how bad your 15 year old juice that you got from Beam Heaven Hill, any of that, that you'd be like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, this is not good. Put it in another barrel." Like I mean, everyone yeah. was mad just successful it. just putting just... it on a nice label and a decent bottle. But what's weird about that, like if if it is sourced and it definitely is sourced, yeah. Why why go to the effort of saying in our Rick houses? Well, no. So they said the secondary aging was taken in there. So they it sounds like they have a Rick house and they were just taking the fifteen year old barrels they bought, dumping them into another barrel and then aging it in their warehouse, which is still fine. Oh yeah, sorry, you're right. I misread it. Yeah, yeah. Um, weird weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, they've got a ten year old bourbon as well. Just a ten year old bourbon. But could you? I mean, just for just just think about this. Uh, the the whiskey drummer. Could you imagine? Grabbing that bottle and going, this needs to go into French oak. <laughs> it's not cutting it. It's, it's not as good as it could be. Yeah. Here I am, an expert. Yeah, I just, I, I struggle with that. And who knows? Uh, it might have been that they just, somebody really thought that was going to impact the profile, but just outside looking in, you're just like, how do you get 15 year old bourbon and think, this yeah. is not going to cut the mustard? I got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm more experienced. Uh, Swan, do you know who John Higgins is? No, I think that's a mystery, isn't it? Is I think it is. Yeah, old so, bottling. Yeah, the old Forester, yeah. nineteen eighty four John Higgins legacy. <laughs> oh, I saw that. One hundred proof. Every now and then, a barrel comes along that is, in its pure form, a quintessential example of old Forester, a precious, precious unicorn that is balanced yet robust and classic all the same. This whiskey is as unique as the man for which it was selected—a father, husband, and son who carried on a rich family legacy and left his own lasting impact on the next generation of brown foremen. Who's John Higgins? Who is this guy? I don't I mean, if it came out this week and you was kind of like a lead up for Father's Day, like that that story behind it, maybe. Yeah. But if it comes out after Father's Day, you're just like, who's who's John Higgins? What is this? Who cares about John Higgins? <laughs> who's him? I don't know. It could have been like who a long term employee of the distillery who or is, something. Who is him? <laughs> who is him? Uh Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea New York edition. <laughs> <sighs> Straight bourbon whiskey, cut to proof with world famous New York water. New York water, baby. The stinkiest water Cowabunga, of all time. dudes. 98 proof. Looks like there's going to be multiple batches. There's people that barrels. brag about the water source on the back of their bottle no, a lot. Don't do that. Don't like, do that, New York. <laughs> I mean, my favorite one was the Jay Riddle. Uh, oh yeah! And on the back it said, "Cut with the finest water from Detroit, Michigan." <laughs> Damn! <laughs> no, baby, no. No, yeah. no, no baby, just, no. It's like Flint, it's... Flint, Michigan, Kentucky, <laughs> Michigan straight bourbon whiskey. No, baby. Yeah, it's not even peated. That's just the water. <laughs> That's just the mm. natural flavors. That's just the stank. It's all the band aids. Swan, this one's probably close to your heart. Wolcott, Kentucky-made bourbon. Yeah, so that's, I mean, it's a total wine brand, but they, they're starting to announce on the front of majority of the total wine bottlings that fit this that it is directly from 1792. Yep. So that's kind of a big change. 90 proof, and that's about all we got. Yep. So it's basically just a move towards showing where it's coming from. Yeah, they're just looking for clarity because we, yeah. they, I guess... They've started to realize that that's a really informed customer base, and they're they're going to be curious on do where it's coming from. Do you think part of that comes from the the newer partnership with Fred Minnick? 
that he's taking a little bit more of a stake in trying to... This was actually changed before Fred Minnick. This is the oh, okay. second Woolcott bottling that's come out that said 1792 on it. Um, and they've done that for a lot of their products. And uh, they've even put one out, which I think is crazy. I don't know why they decided to put it on the front, but it's uh, it's a 1792 port barrel finish. Interesting. It's a total wine product. Yeah. Uh, which is, is impressive that they were able to pull that off, because I figured that was like a, a no-go after they've already done a 1792 port barrel finish. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Moving on. Cliff Falls, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Small batch. 90 proof. Four years old. A time-honored premium heritage Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey made naturally without roots growing... With our, sorry, roots growing as far back as 1885. Says, as nature would have it, this Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey has the true, bold, uncompromised spirit of Kentucky in every sip. High Rye Mashville, locally grown Kentucky corn, pure Kentucky water. Pure. Whatever. <laughs> pure. Um, Town Branch has a malt whiskey coming out, unfiltered and barrel proof. Yes. Sweet cereal nose with notes of molasses, vanilla, brown sugar, and nutmeg. Uh, I am all over this. It's over 10 years old. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. I will be getting that one. Finished in a... <laughs> I love this phrasing. Fresh town branch barrel bourbon or bourbon. Fresh town branch bourbon barrel. Did you know I bought a case of the 11 year sherry malt? I think I did know that. Yeah. Bought a full case of it. Yeah. Love that stuff. So this is 11 years old. It looks like Um, 54.5. So what is that? Uh, 109. Yeah. There we go. Math is still hard. Math. And the newest Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion Series. 96.8 proof. 48% Bardstown Bourbon Company. Wow. Uh, four-year-old bourbon. 75% corn. 21% rye. 4% malted barley. 22% Bardstown Bourbon Company. Four years old. 60 corn. 26 rye. 10 wheat. 4 malted barley. And 30%... A uh, Kentucky 12-year bourbon. Let's see if we can figure this one out together. 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. Hmm. Don't have any facial hair. <laughs> Just grabbing where it would be. Turkey. Mm. Um, that's it. That's it for uh, TTB labels this week. Cool. But we got a review. We got a double review. Oh, we got it. We got a double header over here. I'm going to go ahead and pour them real quick. So we've got both of the new Hardin's Creek Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskeys from the Jim Beam Distillery. James B. Beam, maybe, instead. Uh, The first one is the Colonel James B. Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 108 proof with an MSRP at $80. This is a two-year-old bourbon. (sighs) Two years old. $80. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't smell like it's two years old. It doesn't. It does not smell two years old. It doesn't smell super old, but it doesn't smell... But it doesn't smell super young either. Yeah. It's kind of harsh on the nose. It's very alcohol forward. Like, it, it, even though it doesn't smell, it doesn't smell like that young, like, corny grain forward. It smells like just something like... Just, You're both right, yeah. for sure. 
say that like you had opposing viewpoints, but no. you basically said the same thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it like go. It's just like all ethanol. Like, I mean, I don't know. I get a little bit of sweetness on the nose. I think that it's it it's a little bit more. I'm not trying to like apologize for it or anything, uh, but I do think that it's it's got something a little bit more. I think the alcohol is definitely the most present note on the nose, but I think that it still has something to be said about you know just it it having some fairly general bourbon qualities it but it reminds me well. kind of like a well i mean if it's only two years old i guess this it's not obviously not been in a barrel too long but like a lot whiskey like you know how like kind of yeah. one of those high yeah, proofs sure. that like it's just proof and like a, some corn or something like yeah. that i'm getting a little bit of like pecan on the nose is it pecan or cashew i think it's cashew on the nose yeah it's just it's nutty yeah. I mean, it's got that Jim Beam nuttiness. Hmm. Um, well, I, you don't like it? I don't like the finish. Like, I was okay till the finish. It's It's kind of sour to me, but... At first, I was like, "Okay, like this is like a, this is a decent, decent pour." But like that finished got me a little bit. I don't know. What say you? I want to go last. I have a strong opinion about this one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I genuinely enjoy this. I I like this. I this is now my third time tasting it, and I think each time I have enjoyed it more. The, the first time was just kind of me getting acclimated to what this product was, getting past the fact that it was two years old. But I, I, I like where this is coming from. Um, it, it's, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but I do think that it showcases why Jim Beam is still a very popular brand. Because they can make whiskey at two years old taste older than that i mean that that's that's my take that's where i'm coming it, it, from it's like hot I, it's like hot candy corn kind of yeah like very alcohol forward candy corn yeah yeah i can i can see where you're coming from with that um i the, i i really like the packaging on it too i think the bottle's so cool the packaging is awesome the bottle looks real yeah. old school i like the pictures on it and stuff yeah this is a it, it's just nice what do you, you think i oh, got a little qr code over there too i so for me it's just barely covering the like graininess of it like the the grains that you get in hmm. there i get it a little bit on like the mid to the back palette and it gets a little weird on the finish yeah that finish um, is weird yeah the only thing that i really just don't care for is there's companies that are doing stuff that are also two years old, their own distillate, and I feel like they're doing it better. Um, the, so, who specifically? Like Hotel Tango? Hotel Tango. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's completely fair. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, they are doing it at like over half the price <laughs> yeah. Of, the, yeah. of this. I think it's and like I can 26 on, bucks. Yeah, I can get on board with that. I think that's a completely fair point. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, the the... Per, or excuse me, the price is definitely the one thing about this that I have the most issue with. But I do still think that this is a quality bourbon. I I'm not I'm not upset by what is in this bottle. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not super upset about it. It's alcohol forward. It's punchy. It's got a lot of nice kind of sweet notes to it. Um, none of it I find like overly offensive or anything. It's just if I have to start using all those qualifiers, there's no way this should be eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah. I have, I, that's the only thing I really take problem with. This is going to be a wildly varied review for us. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, usually we we're pretty consistent with with everything, but I mean, this is going to be this is going to be all over the place. Yeah. No. I mean, I for me like it. The price is gonna be it's gonna be a hard thing oh, to get the, around. The the price is gonna be the roughest part of this review yeah. for sure. Do we wanna do this review full on before we get to the, the Jacob's well? Should we go ahead and do it, do you think? Um, I think and uh maybe at the end we can kinda yeah. talk about how they're packaged together or you got the package together or something like that. Yeah, because I, I got this with the barreled and boxed. Will these be sold separately or is that the only yes, way to yes, get they it? Will. Oh, okay. They will. Yeah. If they could only if they could only be sold together, I'd be a little bit worried. Mm. But anyway, yeah. all right. On the show, we got a system of nose, palette, finish, and price, and each category is out of five. Final score out of twenty. Swan, you're coming back for the first time in a while. What do you give the nose? I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. Um. I just so there's nothing like crazy sweet nothing that's super identifying of beam other than just that nuttiness which is fine but like if i'm thinking about others too the nuttiness of jim beam is a very divisive note not a whole lot of people are just like super on board with it um and with that being like the main thing i mean i like it personally but i, yeah. I just can't i just can't imagine this being more than a two for a lot of people um and I mean, it is hot. Like you cannot figure out for the life of you where to kind of like hold your mm -hmm. nose in the Glencairn because yeah. it just keeps jumping out and just like, oh, I'm, sure. I'm burning the inside of my nose. Um, I, I don't know. I just I feel like it needs to be more well rounded, and I think that's going to come with age. I think too safe. Eric, one point five. Wow. Only like it, I'm just echoing what Swan said because it took me a while to even get a little bit of that extra note in there. Like it was like both nostrils it was just all ethanol like i was just smelling like nothing but alcohol it's so hot um yeah. and yeah 1.5 on the nose uh i gave it a 2.5 <laughs> i i guess i'm just picking up more on like the the fruity notes i'm i'm tending to lean more towards just i don't know I, i'm getting past the the alcohol thing on the nose and i'm i'm kind of diving a little bit more into it but yeah i do think that the alcohol is very present that being said um i'm i'm enjoying the nose quite a bit uh for for what it is i just wish that it were a little bit more well-rounded but that being said i mean it is two and a half years old um so i'm trying to kind of approach it from that particular standpoint um i gotta say though I really liked the palette. I really liked the palette. I gave it a three. Uh, I'm going back in. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it a, a 2.5. Um, I got a really heavy candy corn note on it, like I said, like a hot, like hot candy corn. Yeah. And I like, I'm not the biggest fan of candy corn, but I kind of like that <laughs> weird, weird note. 
yeah. that weird candy corny waxy thing like it's kind of funky to me and after like it hits you right in the front to me or it hits me in the front like that so yeah. i thought that was kind of cool um but after that i didn't really get much after that so 2.5 i gave it a 1.5 yeah uh, to me, it, it 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 has like a taste and a smell that reminds me of walking into a barn full of hay. Uh, hmm. Okay. There's, I mean, so what I'll, I'll say is this was his chance to show off what a young whiskey can do. I think he covered up that like ultra graininess that you get from corn and all sure. that pretty well, but you still get elements of it in there, like the rye is a little punchy in there, the the actual like corn itself has that slight dusty quality but it's not overly sweet i just don't it, it's not it's not coming together for me the the redeeming notes in there is there is just kind of like a, a you know like eric said a slight candy corn note the mid and back palate is not awful but i mean it 1.5 for me It. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I hey, like it a lot. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying drinking this, and and like I I see this as something that I'm going to go back more to, just because I don't feel like it has, and we'll we'll get to it, but it doesn't have quite the special qualities to it that the the Jacobs Well mm-hmm. does. So we'll we'll get there eventually. Um, but I, I'm. I, I look at this and I'm like, I'm not done with this yet. Like, <laughs> I'm excited to have this in my collection. I, I am really genuinely enjoying this bourbon. I uh, finish. I think you guys are probably about the same at like what? One, 1.5. I gave it a 0.5. Woo. Yeah. I gave it a one. <laughs> yeah. The, the finish is rough. Man. I mean, it's, it's sour. It's it, it totally that my, my funky little, candy corn note that i locked is gone and it's overpowered by this just weird like not fun sour note to me like yeah it was like a one for me <laughs> listen man you got so much whiskey in this room i gave it a two there's okay a, there's a reason there's so much because everyone has different tastes yeah but I didn't. I didn't like it. It's, I'm. I'm with Eric. This. It's. It's sour. It's like. I like the finish. <laughs> I like the finish. It. It reminds me of like sour candy. Not I don't that, want that sour. Whiskey. This is like <laughs> sour. Something's gone bad. Like it's not like. No, I don't get that. I don't get that don't at know, all, man. Yeah. But I. I. I get the feeling that I, am. I'm. I've. I've not approach this in the correct no fashion you have like we've all approached it pretty much the I don't same know. way i don't know though i think i think maybe i need to go back that's and just whiskey though do this like, in, a, in a couple months and see what i think maybe again, it'd but, be, we all should maybe um, it'd be better for us too i i will say this i it does kind of remind me of legion legion to me is much more well-rounded and it's got a, a, a nice very slight fruit note to it that's interesting a cherry like that cherry i don't get any of this thing, yeah. <laughs> i don't get any of that no this, i don't get any fruit is, at all in this no, yeah screw you perry th- no this is this is seriously like to me it tastes like bread that you you let like ferment for too long yeah. like it, it it just it got weird anyway i gave the uh <laughs> 
I gave the price a 1.5. My final score is 9 out of 20. I gave uh, it I give the price a, a 1. I gave it a 0. 0.5. I'm right. not keeping track of your all scores. 5.5. So I, right, I think I gave it a 5. Yeah. Jeez. I yeah. gave it a 9 out of 20. So, they, I mean, that this... Even if you, even based on what, how much Perry likes it, there's no justifying the price of this. No, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, I just, but, I just, I just is, don't get that. I don't get it at all. Like, but I like it. I, I guess where I'm coming from is that I like the whiskey that's actually in the bottle. So, what would I you, can justify the price a little what, bit more? But what I, would be your perfect price for this? No, it's got to be like. Thirty dollars, yeah, forty dollars, something like that. I might would pay fifteen to twenty dollars for this. At the but most. if it, if it were just to me a straight up horrible bottle of bourbon, I would say there's no way that I'm I'm buying this. Yeah, I mean this is meant to be something special outside of your core range. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be an elevated or different version of what you currently have on the shelf. And the only thing I can say is it's different, and I don't like it. So I just. <laughs> I mean, so I don't. It's different, and you're wrong. I just, I just have a hard time. I couldn't recommend that to somebody at that price point, or even remotely close to it. I mean, especially since what you got double oaked and devil's cut and all that stuff on the shelf for like yeah. twenty to thirty. You know, I mean, yeah. it would have to be, it would have to be around there, probably in a three seven five, and then I'd, I'd maybe pay fifteen bucks for a three seven five. Just isn't like an experimental thing. Just something yeah. new, different, weird. You may not yeah. like it, but if you list it as experimental, you're like, hey, it wasn't for me, you know? Sure. At least then I can kind of shrug that off as maybe that was something that just wasn't really meant for me. Yeah, and I, I don't think that this is going to be a product that, you know, they they keep consistently on the shelves at that age, at that price and, and everything. I think, it yeah, it was just something that they were trying to show as you know a reason why people should continue to be interested in jim beam and what their new master stiller does you know yeah just do it with a seven eight year old whiskey <laughs> well, how about a 15 to 16 year old <laughs> yeah yeah well so on the complete opposite end this one's actually a pretty pretty good deal you look yeah. at like the 15 year old product that other people put out last year what's the price and, of this one uh this one is 150 okay also at 108 proof yeah. In 15 years, so, 16 years, you said? Fi- uh, so it is one uh, 15-year-old high rye bourbon and one traditional 16-year-old bourbon. That smells way better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really feel like you wanted us to like this, and I'm sorry that I didn't. Yeah. No, 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 I it's okay. I... I, I It's not, I'm not like disappointed by that. It's just I I'm like uncomfortable now because I like it as much as I do, and I feel like I've done a disservice to like the listeners almost because they probably expected us to just outright hate it. No, you know, man. some of your listeners are probably gonna like Basil Hayden. You don't like Basil Hayden. That doesn't I, mean that's you, that's true. It doesn't mean you that's can't talk about stuff you don't like. Yeah, but I I really do enjoy the the Colonel Beam and. I mean that, that I'm going to finish that bottle. Like, <laughs> it's not a drain pour. It's not going anywhere. Like, I'm gonna share it with people, and I, I, I don't think anything's don't a know. drain pour, and I don't think you should feel like a disservice because, like Swan said, everybody's different. Everybody's 
Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. That's just how it is. Yeah. That's what we do. Now, the color on this one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so dark. It is. Yeah. It is complete opposite of the, the kernel beam. It is so viscous. It really is. Oh, I, I just... Yeah, this no, is, this this is it. Maybe this is it right maybe here. Maybe adding that. <laughs> I'm not even drank it yet. <laughs> Guys, I need a moment. That's Perry, worth the, that's bedroom. worth the price of a mission right there. Right. Oh, you know what, Eric? Though you forgot about your one ounce of news. Oh, one ounce of news. One ounce of news. All right, that means I get an extra veto. <laughs> what? Never mind. Oh. Now I got two ounces of news next episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's it right there. Oh, it's like peanut butter on pancakes. With maple syrup. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Here is, okay. Here is my problem with this one. Hit me with it. I'm definitely going opposite Listen, of you Listen, I've never talked negatively about a whiskey in my life. Go ahead. <laughs> the biggest problem that we have with this particular bourbon is that we know what this product is like at essentially a cast strength level. Oh, yeah. At a single, at a single barrel level. We bought it for years we loved it and now it's just gone and we're getting products that are not quite half but close to half of the age of what it was originally right yeah. and i know that there is like there's a high rye version of this in here but there's also what we knew and loved for so long at the core of what makes this whiskey this whiskey and it reads a lot like those old Knob Creek single barrel picks that were at 13, 14, mm-hmm. 15 years old. But I feel like it's missing that. Like it's missing that extra something special that made those those single barrels so unique and something worth like hunting for and, and going after. And I truly think that it's the proof. Like, I think that cutting it down to 108 proof has really kind of ruined what this whiskey could be. And, and you know, was I expecting the the age to, to shine through a little bit more? A little bit, and I think that it does, but it also kind of tends to lean towards some of the brighter notes. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you on that. I, I also, I mean, I hate to be gone for seven months and come back and just disagree with everything you say, but like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you just flipped me the bird and walked away. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think for me, it's actually got on the finish this nice little smokiness. And and that's the thing that like, is it, completely it, yeah. unique, and yeah. it doesn't remind me of any of the 15 year old product they sourced out. It doesn't remind me of anything of the Knob Creek. And I think wanting the Knob Creek back, well, I mean, yes, we all want that back. It's never going to happen. Yeah, that's kind of like looking at it like and saying, oh, you know, I really like this band's first and second album, but their third one's not for yeah. me. Like, you can always go back and, and 
you know, find some of those, albeit secondary and probably expensive or one that you're hoping to hold on to. But yeah. this is a new product, you know. I mean, I, I like it for the new product. Um, and, yeah, the price point comparatively is not great. Uh, but then you look at everything. I mean, yeah. everything's dropped age statements, got older or slightly younger, more expensive. I mean, that's just the trend. Um, but I, I like it. I think the fruitiness no, I, 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 that, is that's so the thing. different and interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm making a lot of like caveats towards reasons to not like this. Yeah. But the thing is... I enjoy this so yeah. much. I, I I want this to be like the new standard for what we should strive for <laughs> with really good ultra premium bourbon. It's so it's so strange. It gives me almost like a a slight scotch influence like where they've got that it's just that, like it's that lower proof yeah it's, yeah it, it's just it, that, and it comes off the still at a, a lower proof as well yeah and i think Much part like of it, scotch yeah some of them yeah it's just but it's just <laughs> like i don't know the fruitiness is so interesting because i'm so used to the ones at this this age range getting kind of like especially from beam getting really oaky getting really heavy on uh certain notes that can be overpowering yeah this one doesn't quite do that so I mean it's it is really nice. I like it. Yeah. I don't get any f- like real fruit notes. I get like So on the nose, I'm like I was kind of like Perry said it's like a it reminds me of a good old Knob Creek pick on the nose. And then you get into the palate and it's like peanut butter like I said pancake. But then it's like you took you're at like the little kid section of the restaurant and they put like all this like sprinkles on your pancake and like that's the bright notes i get i get this like artificial like candy whipped cream on it Mm -hmm. so it's crazy like swan said it's like it it throws you for a loop because it's so different because you're going you're you're smelling it thinking you're going to get that old beam and then you taste it and you're like oh there's a little bit of that beam and then all of a sudden like i'm eating whipped cream and like sprinkles like, and yeah. I don't know. Like, I like this a lot. Like, I don't know about the price, like it that much, but this was. But if I mean, like, if, if the the thing we've been talking about the most with reviews recently is the the old Fitz bottle to bond decanter pricing scheme. Yeah, ten per year, ten year, yeah. ten dollars per year, and I mean that. This one falls in line with that. True. And honestly, you're getting more bang for your buck with it because it is 15 to 16-year-old blended bourbon. But <laughs> you're you're essentially only paying for the 15-year-old. Yeah. So so, I, so what do you guys think this would what would what would happen if this was like 121 proof or something like that? Like close to that 125, 120. Well, that that's kind of what I was saying is that at a higher proof, I think that it would show itself to be a more complex right. and a just kind of overall a better bourbon. And I, it's not to say that this is bad for for what it is, but I think being the proof hounds that we are, we want something that's 
got a little bit more bite. We want something that's just showing up a little bit more. And in this case, it's great for what it is, but I I cannot help but compare it to those 15-year-old single barrels yeah. that we got a couple of years ago. And in a vacuum, this is probably like near close to a perfect score. But we're not in a vacuum and we yeah. know what we can get value-wise at yeah. particular prices. So I, I'm I'm kind of left going. Yes, this is great, but what else can we do with it? At 108 proof, I just I just want more. I just want more from it. I'm I'm very happy with the proof point. Uh, I would love to get a cast strength. I did add some water to it. It held up at that lower proof as well. I probably honestly watered it down too much. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not mad at it. I think it's mm, good. I think it's a very all. complete whiskey, which I, yeah, I, I appreciate. I agree. I, agree. This, um, I think it's just the curiosity It's well-crafted. Like, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I, I think a lot of times you get that it's so good, you're like, could it? how much better could it be at yeah. you know, 120s or whatever? Yep. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate that like, this shows off their ability to blend, I think, better than the, the other one, just because... I mean, taking a 15-year-old whiskey and not having those overpowering oak notes yeah. is honestly extremely impressive, way more impressive than, you know, the the caviar we often give younger whiskey. Oh, it doesn't taste like it's X years old. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think that's really nice because there's not a whole lot that I can really say that with. I mean, even the 15-year-old, like, whiskey drummer, it's oaky. I just love the oak. Uh, and then with this, it, it does drink slightly. I think it's again the proof. Uh, it, it doesn't drink as oaky, um, and it's got some yeah. know, fruit sweetness in there. It's got some dates in there. I mean, it mm-hmm. still has that classic like nuttiness, but it's not overpowering the oaks there. And then that slight smoke on the on the the finish is. I mean, to me. That's like it's something I didn't know that I wanted as yeah. a bourbon drinker. Sure, you know, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. coming through. So I'm I'm I'm. I really appreciate this whiskey. Yeah, I do too. Um, it, it's just the more I, the, the more time that I spend with it, the more I keep thinking, yeah, but what if? So that that, it, but that's my my own personal bias. Yeah, taking it at face value and thinking about what this is, uh, it's it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it it really is. It's a very well crafted bourbon. Mm-hmm. I I think, but uh, so nose palette finished price. Eric, I'm going to let you go first on this one. I went a three point five. I think um, it's slightly better than a lot of uh, the stuff as far as like Knob Creek picks go. It's kind of right on the line of the good ones, but it's got this little bit of like peanut butter pancake that I like. Yeah. So I went three point five on that one. Uh, I gave it a four and a half. Wow. Yeah. Man. I really like this whiskey. Um, no, it's, 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 it, I mean, it's pretty much everything that I, I would want out of it. I agree that the half a point is probably just the proof. I want it to be a little more, I mean, anytime you can get it at a cast strength, it's going to be phenomenal. But I, I think that's, that's the only thing holding it back. And who knows? I mean, if we were able to try this at cast strength, I might be like, oh, that's too much. 
Yeah. Cut it down. It's, yeah. it's do it. It's 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 not refined enough, you know. Uh, but I'm I'm reserving that half point for the the what if factor. Yeah, that's where I'm at with a four. Yeah. Palette. I think that it really does drink. Like a like an Ellie slightly higher value product. Mm-hmm. Um I think I'm gonna give it a four again. <laughs> I really enjoy this. I really, really enjoy drinking this bourbon. Okay, I'm, I'm giving it go ahead. Go ahead. Go you go. I'm giving it a five. Damn. Wow! Yeah. Holy moly! I think this is one of the best things I've had this year, palette-wise. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, it's... Do you want to take this home with you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, seriously, it is it is phenomenal. I mean, for me, as a person that drinks now scotch, Irish, and bourbon, and rye, and then basically anything I can get my hands on American whiskey-wise... It's got so many elements from some of those things that I really like pulled into it. Uh, but I could see somebody that was just just a straight up bourbon drinker, maybe not enjoying this as much as a as a classic sure. flavor. You know, yeah. like if you're comparing it to the Knob Creek profile, this is much further away from your classic profile. Yeah. Um, I but I I think it is phenomenal. And honestly, I mean, he's it, the blend. He's just showing off. That's that's to me to me that's what this is. Yeah, the first one was like I'm going to try to impress some people, and then the second one is like I know what yeah. I'm doing. Shut up, sit down, drink the stuff. Like that's that's how it's reading to me. Nice. All right. I gave it a uh, I gave it a four. I was yeah. I like this a lot. It reminds me of a Knob Creek finished in whipped cream and sprinkles. Um, <laughs> maybe it's a little too sweet. For some people that maybe want that like bold like rye spice and stuff, but man, I love it. Like this is like freaking like a sweet tooth bomb on the uh, on the palate to me. There you go. <laughs> I gave yeah. him a two ounce sample. Damn, there we go. <laughs> now I'll be tracking one of these down. Um, finished though. Not my favorite part of this, but I do still think that it is. Enticing me to go back, I gave it a three point five. Gotcha. My favorite part of it. <laughs> five out of five. Even though you get the, 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 the palette of five, five. it's also five. five. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude! No, seriously, this is uh, like it. I, I I think what it is is like if you're if you're just if you're really into Jim Beam as like a classic profile, you yeah. may not you may not love this one, but again. As like somebody that enjoys some stuff out of scotch, this stuff is phenomenal. It's a five for me. The slight oh smokiness you get on the end is just amazing. Yeah, I like it. I gave it a three point five. I think it's a I think it's a great finish, but like, I I I'm not like Swan said. I'm not a big fan of the smoke, and I like I lose a lot of that sweet tooth on the finish. So. If you like sweet, you may you may not like the finish as much. If you're like Swan and you like the smokiness and stuff, then this is your shit right here because it yeah. is smoky. And believe me, like yeah, you're either going to love it, I think, or you're just going to be like, huh. But it's, yeah, three point five. It's not even. It's not even like a peat smoke. It's like almost like a hickory smoke. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Wow. 
man, I'm on extremes today. Yeah, you're not kidding. Give it a five or a 20 <laughs> or nothing. All right, so $150 a bottle. It's uh, a, it, it's it's a it's a bite, but yeah. I I don't think that it's inappropriate for what this product is. I uh, that's that's a four for me. Yeah, I'm giving it a four and a half. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, obviously better than you, but also it's. I mean, for me, like what you're getting is just it's phenomenal. Stats wise, even just looking at it, it's a good deal. Eric, uh, three point five. I mean, it's it is what it is. I uh, I was thinking, like Perry said, the ten per year, and I feel like that's right in the middle. And I feel like I got a little bit more for my buck, so I gave it a three point five. So that puts me in a nineteen. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I think that's one of the highest I've ever reviewed. I think that that might be the highest. <laughs> yeah, fans of Swan are like. Give me that fucking bourbon right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I could see some people that enjoy anything peated or yeah. any anything like that really really digging this whiskey. Um, out, outside of that, I I think it could be something maybe you you just don't feel like spending the money on. I totally yeah. get it. I I think I gave it a fifteen point five. I was a fourteen point five. So. I, that's a I, that's if, a recommend from all of us. If, basically. Yeah, no, it's absolutely a recommend. It's a buy, um, I, buy the distillery from Swan. Actually, actually I, would, I would not recommend it. Uh, leave them all. <laughs> Send them all to Swan. I I would even still recommend getting the the Colonel Beam, but I mean that that's just me, and I think that there is room for it on people's shelves and whatnot, but. <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely the one that you should pick up. I feel over. like if you were gonna, if they're gonna make a two pack, they should have given you this one and then gave you like a two hundred ml or something of that one to just have fun with and compare what a older beam product is compared to a younger beam, and like almost threw it in as yeah. like something with this. Maybe maybe if this one's one hundred and fifty, you could have that two pack for 180 so you got that little two yeah. year to go with it or something like that i would be down for that i want like an advent calendar going from like <laughs> one to 15 i think that'd be i would love that that would be fun yeah you know what else is fun though what tips tips and bits yeah tips and bits. our recommendation part of the show what do you guys have to recommend to the listeners right now how did I forget that we were like doing this section? <laughs> <laughs> the thing you did this for like two years, <laughs> and now you're just like I don't, I don't know. I, I couldn't even remember what I had for breakfast. What are you doing to me here? Swan's <laughs> should, like should I, I recommend this 15 to 60 year old Jim Beam product. That, yeah, that's yeah, yeah for bits. real. Should I start then? Yeah, go for it. So, um, two things. I have really, really been enjoying the new Ms. Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. Um, as of recording, the second episode just came out. I, it, it's just fun. It's just fun Marvel superhero stuff that I, I know that it gets really serious a lot of times, but 
I don't feel like overly anxious or pressured or anything when I'm when I'm watching it and um I I don't know. Eric and I talked about it not too long ago and we kind of were not really sure how we felt about it. I think but. with episode two, like it's kind of doing what I said. Like, yeah, it was kind of cute and fun at the beginning. I don't know yeah. if I was ready for that, but I was like, I think it may get better or I want it to get it just did. progress. And after episode two, like it just, you, you it, it feels like it's going up a hill. Like we're just progressing yeah. as we go. I also have to recommend um, Mission Hats. Okay. <laughs> Which is what I'm wearing right now. Or, well, I'm holding in front of myself. Um, this was a Father's Day present from Lucy. And it, it, it's got some weird, like, cooling agent mm-hmm. in the hat. So you just soak it in water for like a couple seconds and then ring it out and it keeps you man, cool. That sounds like great for hiking and stuff. It's so good, man. It's really, really good. I, I like want to see if they can actually sponsor the podcast for a week. Heck yeah. Um, I, I love hats. I have no hair, so I love you've hats. You've got a lot of hair right now. It's growing back. My spray that's not just good for your junk is actually working great on my head so i cannot wait for like two more months to see if my hair grows back even better so it's gonna be weird if you come in with like <laughs> just luscious hair just flowing oh, behind I don't you know if it's not weird we're here for it man you do it <laughs> i just do don't want to i just don't want to be bald I like you. I like you with the shaved head, though. No, but there's like a thousand other dudes that are shaved head, beard backwards. Yeah, hat but guy. you're my shaved head, beard with a hat, dude. <laughs> now that you say it like that, I'm gonna get a tattoo on my head. Property what is? What is? All right. What does April prefer? Um, you know what's funny? Getting into my my life right now. It it was always like. You know what? I really like the shaved head. And then when I started growing my hair back, she was like, "Oh, I really like being able to put my hand through your hair there." And so I'm like, well, "What do you want? What do you want?" <laughs> I know. I get that. I get that. So anyway, yeah. sorry. I just yeah. Anyway, hats your thing. No, no. Yeah. Anyway, that particular hat was my thing. Um, who want who wants to go next? I can go. I, I, yeah, you go for it, man. Uh, Swan, Swan's still not sure so what he's going to actually recommend. So, uh, <laughs> me and the boys went and watched uh, Lightyear, the Buzz Lightyear movie, which yeah. I highly recommend. Um, I got an email, and it was like, do you want to go watch Buzz Lightyear a day early? And I was like, you know what? I got two boys who are driving me crazy, and <laughs> yes, I do. Um, <laughs> so, the Buzz Lightyear movie is... Uh, so, it's not like the toy buzz. It's based on the movie that they made the action figure from. Yeah, so, no, 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 no. It's the movie that Andy saw. Yeah, and they made the action figure from it. Like, based on, in that universe, Yes. the actual Buzz Lightyear. It's not, like, that's what I'm right. saying. No, that's, that's what it is. Is it, though? It says in 1995, Andy watched 
this move this was Andy's favorite movie. Right. Right. And then they made an action figure based on that movie. And that's right, the Buzz but, Lightyear action figure. But that movie was based on a, a person within the Toy Story universe who was named Buzz Lightyear. No, I feel like it's like we have <laughs> Avengers movies and they make toys based on the Avengers movies and our kids play with that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh sorry, late breaking news. Uh Jackie Zycan is leaving Old Forester. Oh shit. Wow, she got anything else lined up or just Um Old Forester Master Taster Jackie Zycan is stepping away. Press release just issued stated uh she is off to pursue other career opportunities. So yeah. she might not even be within the uh the bourbon world anymore. That's crazy. Anyway, I, I sorry. Don't blame her. Okay, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know how to follow up that breaking news. Sorry, other, other sorry. Than, it just it just hit, and I had to I had to bring it up. Other than if you like Toy Story, and I don't, I'm confused about I love Toy Story. Yes, I'm confused about if it was based like I, in my head, it was a movie within the Toy Story universe, and that's why they made Buzz. Am I wrong? No, but I think that there is also like another level that the <laughs> no, but you could be more correct. You could be, <laughs> but the I I think that the the character of Buzz Lightyear is supposed to be based on a real world the astronaut in Toy Story. Yeah, but okay. But the movie I watched has nothing to do with real world stuff. Like there's no it, aliens real world and robots within and Toy stuff. Story. Okay, well they don't talk about that in the movie. Okay, so <laughs> this is a movie that's like a mix of aliens. And, Andy and, saw this movie. Andy saw this movie. Then they made an action figure, and he bought the action figure for his, he got the action figure for his birthday. Yes, because he didn't have he didn't have Buzz until the movie already came out. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. What are you confused on? I'm so confused. <laughs> but it's like Aliens and Star Wars and like Prometheus. I know that's part of the Alien universe. All that mixed together in a in a movie that's a not a kid movie, but it's not an adult movie, and it's fun. And it's it's a highly recommend for me, especially if you like Toy Story, because they do a lot of like, I do. yeah, they'll throw they have the old school suit, and then he has a different suit, and then he gets it back, yeah, and he's doing a lot of like the talking to his, uh, you know, his captain's log and his uh, lasers and all that stuff. So, kids, adults, watch the Lightyear movie. I'm I don't know. I'm confused about where it comes from now. Perry's making me rethink <laughs> everything that I thought about before I did this recommendation. So rightfully so. Yes. Anyway, Swan. I so my Xbox died. <laughs> this is going somewhere. I promise. Uh, it, uh, it it completely it just let, it. let your consoles crap out. Yeah. Uh, so I, I had one of like the old ones. So it was it was like when it first came out the the previous Xbox release. So I, I've 
walked into GameStop and they had one of the new ones. And so I, I, I bought it, the one that looks like a, a brick that's not been laid the with other bricks. Like a Series little, X? Looks like a little mini fridge. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little mini fridge. Um, that thing is amazing, first off, but really, I I got a free game when I bought it because it was part of some bundle. So oh, wow. I, I picked up, I was like, I haven't played Skyrim in forever. I went back and played that game. It is amazing. So I've kind of been on this like tear of all Bethesda games recently. Okay, yeah. And it is just so nice and relaxing. Like the the I forget how much the boss fights don't like make me anxious. Like you know how some games like nice, you'll get yeah. into it and you're just like Oh my god. <laughs> like, I can't like, do this. Just, yeah. It's like beforehand yeah. it's like I need I need to go get food before I even think about yeah, taking El- care of this Elden boss. Ring for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like just kind of looking at that, you know, a lot of the recent games that have come out, it's been nice to go back and play it at like a slightly different, you know, the frame rate's better, that this and that. Right. that all those things are better. And so I, I got to go back and play it really been enjoying it it's nice because i can also have a few pours and still like function uh in in the world of skyrim so it's like it's a good uh, pair video game pairing i guess Ooh, for i like that uh for for having a couple of pours and not Bourbon getting bites. to the point where you're just like i i Listen, I understand everything that's going on, but I physically cannot get my my hands to make what happen, what I need to happen right. here, you know? Right. Um, and, and so it's it's been fun, you know? Like once a week, I've just been, you know, I'm going to try these five, six samples that somebody's given me, a couple ounces here and there, and <laughs> over like four hours, just play games. So I've been really enjoying that. I, I will also, I guess, recommend, um, despite all of the... Uh, not backlash deserved criticism that he has gotten over the past seven or eight months uh, Gus Johnson has a really good song on his YouTube channel called uh, I Want to Live in a Skyrim House <laughs> it's really really good I like that I, 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 I might even have to play it before we get out of here but or you know, put it as some of the outro music, but is that it? Yeah, no, I just, I've really been enjoying that to yeah. be honest. So there we go. Nice. That's another week of Timbip. Oh Tim my gosh. Bip. It's with three boys. We damn boys. Not, not the distillery, but no, we're not them boys. <laughs> not them boys. We not them boys. We us boys. Us boys. Us boys. These boys. Us boys. That's like our it. boy band. Us boys. Us boys. <laughs> There's three of us. Yeah, screw the news boys. We're the us boys. <laughs> uh, it, it, folks, just thank you so much for listening. Um, Eric, I, I know that you normally take us home, so I'm going to let you go ahead and do just that. Unless please. Swan wants to. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, take us, take us home, Eric. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash mybourbonpodcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show, and at $5, you get all the uncut stuff, all the pregame chats and the porch from the floor, uh, sampling irresistible, just all the stuff that you don't hear on this episode. And then if you want to send us a sample or a suggestion for a review or a pairing, send an email to this is mybourbonshop at gmail.com. 
And then you can check out all the merchandise on bourbonshop.threadless.com or at whiskeymutant.shopify.com. If you want to leave a message for us on the Barrel Ring segment, 859-428-8253. We'll play your voicemail, and then we'll reply to you. And then on all social media, it's at MyBourbonPod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. You can follow Swan at Swan TBF. And then you can go to YouTube and search This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Perry goes live every Thursday night at 8. I try to join him. Um, I guess this is not coming out at that time, but I'll be on with him <laughs> yeah, but tonight. By this point, it, it'll have been a couple weeks ago. So you can go ago. back and look, and I'll be on with him. And yep. uh, then you can leave a five-star review or rating on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, um, Spotify. Uh, we really need some reviews because I like to read them, and even if they're good or bad, it's fun. Um, and then just tell everybody about us. Tell do your it. friend. Tell your neighbor. Whoever. Please. Just tell them. Uh, we, we do have a couple of Patreon uh, oh. notices that we, we need to bring up as well. Uh, no new patrons, but... I will say that we did have some uh, some patrons up their pledges mm, getting up. this week. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that. <laughs> uh, first of all, Mr. Matt Abood. Matt Abood jumped up to the five dollar a month tier. Dude's got Matt, some hops. Thank you so much for doing. Saw that. him playing basketball the other day. Uh, did you? Yeah. Dude's got hops. No wonder he jumped up. Dude was balling. What kind of hops? I mean, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about IPAs. I'm talking about <laughs> Nikes. Dude's got hops. Like okay. seven inch vertical. Wow. Yeah. Balling. That's, he's a baller. Yeah. Shot Sounds collar. like it. Okay. Wish he was um, a little bit taller. You can stop talking now. Um <laughs> And our buddy Darren Wright just upped his pledge uh, to the twenty dollar tier as Damn, well. Darren. Um, d- yeah, yeah, Darren. Thank you, Darren's Matt. Fine. Thank you, Darren's fine. 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 F O F O I N E. Dude's rolling around Louisville. He's a baller too. Just going all <laughs> out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that does it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, next week, I'd, we we are like three weeks ahead of recording schedule at this point, so we're not entirely Vacation sure what's going to happen. <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're losing our minds. Uh, we're not entirely sure what's going to be happening next week, but uh, we're definitely going to be recording on or around Independence Day. Yeah, it's Independence nice. Day. <laughs> trying to think if I can make it down for that. You should. You should go. You should go make it down for it. <laughs> I do have a mic at home now. I could do this. this is what Eric's doing? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Anyway, you may as well just be a part of the show again. Might, might as well. Might as well. May as well. Anyway, that does it for this week. We'll see you guys real soon. But until then, I'm Perry. I'm Swan. I'm Eric. It just made me real happy. And this is my perfect podcast. Because <laughs> we didn't go, oh, wait, we said it at the same time. No, I just, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's nice to hear it's it all together. Family. Yeah. Anyway, bye, everybody. See ya.